Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome to On The Bench. I'm your host, Josh Newberg. I've got Brendan Sinone here with me. The team is on spring break, and we'll have more uh, from spring practice and the team's progress later on in the week. But today's show, Brendan and I are here to discuss a major development for Florida State regarding name, image, likeness, better known as NIL. There's a lot of talk about NIL this offseason. Most of it centered around what Florida State is maybe doing right or doing wrong with its NIL presence. So, we're going to get all into that. But first, Brendan, how are you doing? I'm great. Uh, daylight savings is is going to be a, a solid thing from here on out. No going back and forth is what it sounds like. So I'm I'm very happy. It's just right. breaking news for the podcast, Josh. Is that is that more light? What does that mean uh, for your days? Well, Longer I, think days? We're got, I think we're getting kind of screwed out of it a little bit because they're, they're proposing to stop it now. And we just lost an hour. So we're never going to get that hour back, basically as I understand it. All right. So we're screwed no matter what. All right. Well, let's move it on because we got two very special guests today. We are sitting down with a major player in the NIL space from the company Warpath, powered by Dreamfield. We have Corey Stanisia and Mackenzie Milton. Yes, Mackenzie Milton, a former FSU and UCF quarterback, also now working with Dreamfield. We have them both on the show. Guys, welcome. Thanks for having us. Appreciate y'all having us, fellas. Absolutely. Um, Corey, uh, you guys, welcome to On the Bench. Just simply tell us what Warpath is doing in the FSU NIL space. What's new about this? What you guys are launching today? Yeah, what's exciting about Warpath and what we're building here um, in Tallahassee is is it's exciting because it's fan driven, right? We keep hearing about these collectives around the country, you know, essentially just a bunch of rich people throwing some money at, at what what could be perceived as either a problem or something that they want to solve for. What we're doing is we're, we're kind of democratizing the whole, the whole thing. We're giving the experience back to the fans, right? So everyone wants to use NIL or, you know, it drives me nuts when you hear people say doing the NIL and things like that. But really what, what the, the proper way to think about this is how can we use an athlete's NIL to ultimately give back or do something with that athlete's NIL. And we see that a lot with, with your friend, with, with Dylan Gibbons, right? He's doing something so he's doing something good with his NIL. So we're saying, how do we now use an athlete's NIL to give back to the fans and have a fan engagement experience, have a platform to where we can now start giving some utility back to either fans, alumni, um, just residents, people that live in Tallahassee or live other, other places in the state of Florida, something where they actually get to, to meet, meet athletes, uh, male, female, current, former, but do really cool, fun, unique things. Okay, so you guys are creating a platform 
you're a third party participant in this NIL because of the because of the rules set up by the legislation. It, you have to be a third party to participate. Um, is this so this is tip this is like one of those typical collective platforms and, and how so is this different for Florida State? Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, it's not it's not that it, uh, it's really not a collective. I mean, yes, it's a collective of people. Um, and it's really kind of tapping into this platform. But it's not a collective in the sense of the word that we're seeing, you know, maybe, like I said, maybe, you know, three to five uh, boosters just kind of dumping money into a, into a bank account and then somehow dispersing that money, you know, to the entire offensive line that are on scholarship, right? That's not mm-hmm. what we're doing here. We're doing something that's, uh, you know, a, a, it's a fundamental shift in saying, okay, how do we just now give everybody um, a piece of the pie? How do we allow someone that is maybe just a fan of Florida State or maybe a young alumni or even a student who can afford, you know, 10 or $25 a month, essentially a Netflix subscription, now gets access to all these different unique events with people like KZ or Jordan Travis or Sky Eeks. You know, we're talking about male and female. We're talking about softball players, we're talking about golfers, we're talking about tennis players. How do we get everybody in Noel Nation on the fan side, but also the athlete side, to bring them together because ultimately the better the community, better the fan experience, the better the ticket sales will be, the better the university will be, the better the athlete experience is going to be at Florida State. And that's how you keep kids out of the transfer portal and and people that are in the transfer portal make them want to come to Florida State or out of high school say, you know what, I see what they're doing. I see that they're building on a historic tradition. And now they're actually finally – finally tapping into the NIL space in a really unique, positive way. Yeah, that's what I wanted to get to. Uh, NIL will be one year old come July 1st, I believe. Yeah, that's when it it began. Um, so we're not even a year in, but we have learned a lot. And you've been watching the FSU market. What did you guys see um, in terms of why you, you became a participant in the FSU market? Well, as the hat says, FSU, we're huge Florida State fans. I mean, obviously McKenzie's there, and I'm gonna. I went to Florida State as well. I lived in the old Dorman Hall, so they knocked that bad boy down. And okay. Put the put put the uh, put the new one up there. I drive by it all the time, and I get a little salty because I see the brand new one. But you know, I think I don't know if you can. The Denny's is still there. I was even before the Denny's. I was there when it was the just the, the greasy diner. You know, going there at midnight, 24 hours a day. That's when I was on campus. So to come back to Florida State is honestly, it's a truly, it's a dream come true. Um, I'm in Tallahassee all the time because of the, the, my work in the Capitol and, you know, having written the NIL legislation uh, with Representative LaMarca, uh, Florida State's near, near and dear, not only to my heart, Casey's heart, but also um, I don't even represent LaMarca himself was a huge Noel fan. And we were we were so excited to be in person uh, at the, the Notre Dame Florida State game this year to watch Casey get in action. And um, so. Anyways, I mean, it really is just a unique opportunity to, to tap into a fan base that is is generations old right sometimes you talk to someone that's the third generation null you know that's something that doesn't exist everywhere so we really are super excited about coming to a university that has such a rich history and rich tradition and also somewhere where you know our co-founder played for um Mm -hmm. it's home it's home for him it's home for me um and you know i just came back from tallahassee just a couple days ago so um i look forward to having a good a, a really good reason to get back to tallahassee for some fun and not just put on a suit and get into the stuffy capital. <laughs> so, Corey, you explained uh, generally like what Warpath Powered by Dreamfield is going to be. If I'm a Florida State fan and I have you know, some money to, to to throw around a little bit, I want to contribute. And what are some cool projects you guys are going to be doing or 
or I guess what would, if I had like a hundred bucks a month that I want to throw towards the program and I want to go through Warpath by Dreamfield, what are things that I could, could be uh, partaking in? Sure. Yeah. I, the, the main product is going to be, you know, live events, right? That, that's something that is, is it's unique. It gives that fan that level of engagement to shake the athlete's hand, look him in the eyes, have a conversation. But we realize that not everybody's going to live in Tallahassee. You know, I know you guys are t- Tampa Bay. I think Josh, right? I mean, I'm down mm-hmm. in Fort Lauderdale myself. I get Tallahassee from time to time, but I can't always be there for an event. It's not easy to get to. Uh, so one of the things that we are offering and, 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 and we do is, is we're going to use Discord um, as a private chat. So we're going to look for either weekly or biweekly chats where, you know, an athlete is going to show up for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. We at, at Warpath will actually pay that athlete to show up for their time, for the 20 or 30 minutes of their time. And then we'll allow people um, that are members to be able to access at certain levels, the top three tiers will get access to the private discords. So this way they'll do a private Q&A session. Um, with an athlete and talk about some really, you know, uh, kind of intricate things. And, and Mackenzie actually, you know, leads those discord chats for a program that we operate at another university in, in the state of Florida, where he's actually leading that, that chat with that player. Um, and people ask, I mean, I think Casey, I mean, you said it best a couple of times where, you know, things that, that, that are said in there, stay in there. Um, and, and you really do get some really intimate responses from these athletes. Yeah. So sort of like a, online exclusive like fan engagement to where you can ask like these athletes these questions and then also it's not like a twitter spaces or or ig live or anything like that you know what i mean it's on the discord community to where you only get access if you um subscribe to one of these uh certain memberships by the way you guys are allowed to say ucf on this podcast i say it all the time so it's i'm a graduate so it's it's fine uh how has that gone mckenzie because that was kind of the first uh, not the collective, but the first project that you guys did with Dreamfield with UCF. Like, how did that go? And, and is that kind of the same format that you're going to be using at, at Florida State? Well, it's still going. It's, it really just got started only about three weeks ago. And, you know, we had our first live event at uh, Island Wing Company with the, <clears throat> I think it was four of the transfers that came in. And, you know, we're rolling out the second live event here at the end of the month with the, uh, for the the new uh, early enrollees out of, out at UCF and you know like Corey said we're having weekly discord uh, you know exclusive um, Q and A's interviews with a- all sorts of athletes from you know female uh, track and field to women's track and field to you know football men's basketball all sorts of things so um, and then at the beginning of April for the top tier level of a subscription, you know, we're going to have an exclusive top golf event, which is an Apollo member with the UCF, uh, UCF uh, program is, is a $250 is, is a, the monthly subscription for that one. And we'll have monthly events like that, like a top golf per se. I don't think there's top golf in Tallahassee, but you got like the, is it level nine or district uh, district something? I think it's yeah. eight district eight, like, maybe nine. Yeah. Well, stuff like that, stuff like that, you know, we're going to, you know, use the grounds around UCF, maybe at UCF to put on youth camps to, to where, which the, the athletes will run these camps and be mm-hmm. compensated for running these camps. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all stuff they do anyway, within the program, you know, 
you know, these athletes will work summer camps and things like that. So it's just another way to, you know, do something they'd already be doing in terms of fan fest and things like that to where they engage with fans, but now they can be compensated for it. It's just, it only makes sense. And that's, that's what we serve as, as mission control. And then here at Florida state warpath. So kind of following up on that, Mackenzie, I want to, to clarify real quick. Oh, you were a huge proponent and advocate of NIL in your season at Florida state. You were a huge reason why it got off the ground and it happened in the state of Florida. I guess what, what was it like to be kind of at the forefront of that? And why was that important for you to, to get associated with, you know, with Dreamfield and, and to become you know, part of this NIL platform, establishing it moving forward? Well, yeah, you know, I have Corey and, you know, Lewis, uh, Pardee, our CEO, to thank for that, just getting connected with them leading up to, you know, NIL and, and all that. Um, you know, our CEO being a UCF guy, you know, that's how we met, just through the wire here. And then, Obviously, we met Corey through him basically writing the bill with Chip LaMarca and just understanding the ins and outs of everything that was about to unfold. And then, you know, we all came a little tighter, you know, when they tried to, at the last hour, um, the countdown road. Um, and, you know, Corey joined us on Dreamfield. And it just kind of all worked together in terms of getting this thing rolling. And um, But, yeah, I think just for us at Dreamfield, you know, we just try to be – safe, compliant, um, and just keep the athletes safe and just educate in terms of, you know, filing taxes on time and stuff like that. Um, just try to be on the up and up and just, you know, help the athletes as much as possible. And, you know, we're not, we're not making like crazy, crazy deals for these guys, but you know, it's what we're doing is helping. And, and that's the main thing, you know, I'm seeing right now. And, you know, we see opportunity at Florida state because, you know, it's one of the best, uh, best fan bases in the country. So mm -hmm. you know, we're excited to see essentially is it what Warpath and Michigan control are at, at both UCF and Florida state. It's a fan engagement program to help compensate the athletes. Simple as that. And um, instead of necessarily like throwing your money into what we kind of, we kind of call our collection plate in terms of these collectives, you know, you're, you have utility for it. You, you know, you're, you're creating these relationships with, with the athletes. And for me, just playing wise, that's the, that's the best experiences I have both at Florida state and UCF, those moments with the fans that, you know, you really can't repeat. So to me, that's what makes these, these programs, you know, special and, you know, what better places than for, you know, Corey and I, Florida state, and then, Lewis, our CEO, UCF. So that's that's really why we hit the ground running with these two places. It, it just made, makes the most sense. And, it's yeah, and to build on and to build on what, what Casey's saying, I mean, we've been operational for just under a month. I think tomorrow, coincidentally, will be about a month. And if you actually only consider February being a, a short month, um, it's less than thirty days from when we launched UCF's Mission Control to when we're launching Florida State's Warpath. And at Mission Control, we've already hired. About I think by the time a Top Golf event, um, first week of April, we have had hired I think we're probably up to about almost twenty five UCF athletes. That's a big deal, you know. Again, like like Casey said, no one's getting rich off of this, right? But the athletes are earning their keep, right? This is something that is compliant. It's safe, you know. No one is making a huge dollar, and um, you know, as uh, 
someone up in uh, down the street in Tallahassee would say, I don't know how many 18 year old driving sports cars, you know, and up, up, you know, from NIL just in general, it certainly won't be because of, uh, you know, a program like Warpath or Mission Control. But, you know, it is our goal is to, to help athletes of all different stature, right? Not just based on who they are on the field, but as who they are as a person, as an athlete, um, and someone that wants to actually engage with the fans, right. um, you know, and, and who's going to bring, you know, repeat business. So we're hoping to partner with some really good, unique, dynamic athletes at Florida State. Um, and that, that's, that's the exciting part of all of this. Yeah, and there are NIL deals getting done at Florida State, but nobody has really been able to capture the uh, the retail user. The, the Florida State fan base hasn't really been mobilized. Nobody's really been able to tap into that. And it sounds like that's exactly what Warpath is going to try to do. So from a functionality standpoint, if fans are listening to this right now, will they be able to go to the Warpath website? Can they sign up for certain interviews or do you sign up just to be a member up for the entire month and you get access like how does it actually work for the fans sure yeah so you go on to warpath850.com the website's up and up and running it's live um social media is up and running it's live um we're going to start taking signups today right now you know so you go on there sign up for an account again as low as ten dollars a month up to two hundred dollars a month okay um we're going to work on some some functionality for uh, dealing with maybe some local businesses where it's more of a commercial aspect or a commercial kind of maybe an advertiser where we're going to have a partner. I mean, we've been lucky to have a partner at Island Wing Company, not only at the UCF campus, but also near campus at Florida State in Tallahassee. Um, they've been very gracious to us and we're going to you know remain loyal to the people that are loyal to us and loyal to our athletes. Um, so yeah, you can, you can sign up right now for a package. Again, certain packages get certain things. You know, obviously if you're a you know, for $200 a month, you, you're effectively a, a super donor. You know, I, you're going to treat it like royalty with us. I don't know what $200 a month gets you at, um, you know, with the Alumni Association or something like that. But, you know, here you get to go to Top Golf, you know, on the house with a couple of athletes and take some really cool pictures and videos and hang out for an hour or two with some of your favorite FSU athletes. So those are things that we're looking to do and give that experience back to the to the fans and, you know, make sure you get on, you know, discord and FTX, we're going to drop NFTs, the whole night, more of a collective NFT. I don't, again, I don't think we're going to end up with um, some, you know, FSU eight kind of thing where it's being sold for quite a few hundred thousand dollars, but more of a collector item. And also giving out some, you know, we're going to look for creative ways to use NFTs for some ticketed events and stuff too. Right. Um, so again, we're looking to kind of break some, break some barriers and break some molds. Very That'd cool. The, the ape would be thick though. <laughs> <laughs> it would. It would. Hey, we could get 60 grand for a sleeping ape then that would be cool no matter what <laughs> um all right well thank you guys for coming on uh warpath powered by dreamfield uh mckenzie before i let you go like we talked about um nil is in its first year of existence it's crazy to think where this is all gonna go like 10 20 years down the road to to say that like you were here on the ground floor of it all is going to be pretty cool um, what's one thing that in your opinion needs to be fixed, needs to be changed moving forward? Man, that's so hard. Cause you literally just hit the nail on the head. We're just here on the ground floor, uh, of NIL. So I think it's kind of hard to say, um, you know, I think we're all going to keep learning about it and, you know, kind of the do's and don'ts, but I know right now what the do's and don'ts are. And, you know, that's what we try to do just here at Dreamfield and, you know, within all these programs that we're launching, you know, at Warpath and Mission Control. Um, so, I mean, for me, you know, I, it just needs to. What, I think do you more, think? I think, I think more than yeah. 
more than anything, the athletes need to to be well represented, if that makes sense, and not taking advantage of. That's the that's the biggest thing for me uh, within NIL. Um, but yeah, I think more than that, that's that's the biggest thing. Do you think that this is the wild, wild west? Do you think that there will be more controls, more more rules involved? Or do you think that this is kind of going to be it moving forward? Well, I think it's a little bit of the wild, wild west right now, just in terms of, you know, how everything played out in terms of, you know, Florida is going to go with the state law. We don't know what the NCAA is going to do. And then the NCAA backs off and a whole bunch of other states don't have any state laws and regulations of NIL. So, mm-hmm. Now, for a lot of places, it is the wild, wild west. And, you know, in states like Florida, it's not. You know, there's state laws that you have to abide by. So, you know, like I said, just us at Dreamfield, we just got to make sure we do our due diligence to whatever, you know, student athlete we're representing or helping out with helping out um, or whatever state we're working in. It's literally state to state in terms of how that goes. So mm-hmm. I think right now, just more than anything, if it's the NCAA or you know, just truly like federal law, which is kind of seems like its direction is going in terms of NIL. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. But right now, it's, it's, it is kind of a crapshoot from state to state. And Corey, like- Corey could kind of speak on that a little more than me because he's he's in the mud of it in terms of like how, when all the laws and stuff are going down in terms of NIL. Yeah, Corey and I spoke about this briefly the other day. Can you fill in our, our audience, Corey, like what – like Michael Scott would say, like, why don't you explain it to me like I'm five? What, what exactly happened with the reform for the NIL legislation uh, the, the past session? Yeah. Um, yeah, what happened was we had a couple people just disagree, I think, with NIL as a whole. I mean, really, that's what we saw is just um, a, a, probably a lack of education, a lack of understanding of the topic in itself. And also, unfortunately, a willingness to not listen, to not listen and be heard out. Right. I mean, I know Josh was reaching out plenty of times to this individual up in the Capitol and trying to have the individual have a comment, you know, have, have a conversation with people like Dylan Gibbons. This is someone who's doing tremendous work. This is not someone who drives a Lamborghini like they think. Uh, this is not someone who's, who's you know, um, you know, doing bad things. Uh, this is an individual, a young man who's trying to do great things with his NIL um, and help other people. And, and he wasn't even allowed to have a conversation, right? Um, that, that's a problem. That's a fundamental problem. And unfortunately, we see that too often. So, yeah, unfortunately, uh, you know, session ended on Friday. Um, so that's that's the end of that, right? It's a 60 day legislative session based on the Florida Constitution. And, um, you know, everyone will go back home to their districts and, um, you know, work on getting reelected. And, and uh, we'll come back up here probably in December after the November election. And um, we'll see if there's an appetite to try to do something different. I've already had conversations with the new incoming Leadership. Remember, every two years due to term limits, these individuals um, leave. So, um, good riddance, and uh, you know, <laughs> they're on their way out the door. And uh, we'll have new blood, new life, and new leadership. And we've had conversations with some of those individuals, and I think that there's going to be a, a, a much more healthier appetite to have these discussions. I believe um, after November. So, I look forward to that time. I know. We'll be leaning on people like KZ and Dylan and, and those folks that are actually out there, boots on the ground, doing these things whose lives are being impacted. Um, but explain to the fans, though, how there is the, the legislative issue of NIL. But then on the other side of it, 
like what you guys are doing, the, there's there's fundraising taking place by a third party. So you're not necessarily impacted by the, what happened in the legislative process, right? That's kind of no, a separate- No, we're not. So yeah, you're, you're right, Josh. And and, and really the, the argument, and Brendan here, I'll break it down to like, like a five-year-old. Really what the argument is, the, the whole crux of this, this, this fight is how do you define institutional involvement, right? I think that we talked about this on your Twitter spaces uh, a few weeks back. Um, when people were asking questions when the bill was first filed and it was kind of flying around and everyone had, a, you know, kind of up in arms about it. It's all about institutional involvement. And what does that look like? So if a state has no law or is silent on institutional involvement, then now that university, that institution can have a hand in an NIL deal, whether that is actually facilitating the deal themselves or procuring an actual deal. Whether that's good policy or not, that's up to the policymakers. Um, to, to decide, you know, an organization like Dreamfield, we operate in states that have no law, have a law, but doesn't talk about institutional involvement. We also operate in states that have a law that also deal with institutional involvement, too. So we can operate and be flexible. Um, but where this impacts a, a, teams is on the recruiting trail. I'm sorry, repeat that. Where this impacts teams is on the recruiting trail, correct? It because could potentially, the, right? Especially because the coaches have- can't talk about really facilitating an NIL deal. Whereas if you lived in a state where there wasn't prohibitive laws, you could. Right. Yes. And we, we've heard that. We've had many conversations. Now I'll take off my Dreamfield hat and put back on my, my political hat and, um, you know, my, my representative Chip Lamarca hat and say, we've had conversations with a lot of coaches, not only here in Florida, but elsewhere um, in states that don't have um, any state law or don't talk about these this topic of institutional involvement, we've talked to ADs and coaches. And every time we ask them the same question, would you, do you actually, like, in, intrinsically, do you want to be a part of these deals? Do you actually want to be part of your job and facilitate deals? And the no. answer is resounding, absolutely not. No way, I, I'm a hmm. football coach, I'm a basketball coach. That's what I do, that's my craft. My craft is not out there being a salesman, procuring True. deals, I'm not an attorney, I'm not an agent, right? But then they say, here's the big but is I have to be competitive. So yes, I do want this now in my tools, my, my arsenal of tools. Right. Um, so I think where we need, probably the only thing that needs to be done from either a federal uh, piece of legislation out of Congress or something out of the NCAA has to deal with institutional involvement. And that's it. We can deal with everything else at a state-by-state basis, an NCAA basis, whatever it might be. If Florida wants five hours of, of financial literacy, you know what? I hope someone in another state does 10, right? You know, if we want certain things like that, those are things that states can now regulate because we do regulate our university system. But there's no better way to put this. I'm for a better example. But right now, every coach and every athletic director has a gun. Some people have a full pocket of bullets. Some people have none. So what needs to be done is you need to give, either give everybody the bullets or take them all away from everybody. And that's what we're kind of dealing with right now. And that's what Rep. Lamarca at least maybe even disagrees on the policy of having a university actually procuring a deal, which is how that that language got in there originally when we thought we were going to be the first ones out of the box, out of the gate. Even if he disagrees with that, he at least, you know, you got to tip your hat to him that he tried to at least level the playing field for our athletes, our coaches, and our institutions here in the state of Florida and try to give them the bullets back. And he wasn't allowed to do it. So, um, you know, I think we just have a fundamental disagreement over the last two years about NIL. Um, and frankly, if we had attempted to do it in general as a whole, 
um, under this current leadership in the Florida House, um, it wouldn't have ever gotten passed. Yeah, it wouldn't have gotten past the starts. We would never even get out of the gate. Me and Mackenzie wouldn't be having this conversation with you. Um, so luckily, you know, Rep. Lamarca did what he did when he did it, and then now we got to move forward and see how we can work together to fix it. All right, good. Well, we'll put the the legislative stuff on the back burner for now. We'll start beating that drum louder as it gets closer to uh, 2023. But for now, let's rally the retail. Let's rally the fan base. Uh, you guys are doing that. So again, before we get out of here, tell the people where they can go right now to sign up and get Florida State's NIL off and running. Yeah, you go to warpath850.com. Check us out on Twitter, at warpath850 as well. Hit KZ up. You can look me up on Twitter as well. I mean, I'm not nearly as, as popular as handsome as KZ. He's got a big following. Maybe he'll retweet me one of these days. I mean, he does sometimes. He does sometimes. So we'll take a look. But, you know, KZ on Twitter is going to have it posted too. Um, so it'll 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 be all over the place. You won't be able to miss it. Right. Well, Mackenzie, thank you. And uh, if you guys ever need anything, you have a platform to come on and speak. I appreciate you, fellas. We appreciate you having us. Oh, having us. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.